up, guys? Welcome to the third episode of the Wins and Losses podcast. My name is Tyler, and joining me today is a close friend of mine, DJ Cesario. What's good, man? What's up, yo? What's going on? Dude, not much, man. Just living. So what do you want people to know about you, dog? What do I want people to know about me? I mean, bro, first of all, my name's DJ again. I'm 20 years old. Um, I'm a junior. Going into my junior year of college, I've been a student athlete, you know, my whole life. So, um, you know, I know the grind. I know what it's like. Um, I'm sure, you know, you do too. That's how, you know, we became close uh, when we were younger. Yeah, I was about to say, we've basically grown up playing sports together. I mean, I came in uh, and we kind of met around what, like fifth grade or so? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Didn't you – actually, you know what? Things are starting to ring a bell. You know, didn't you come into elementary school later than everyone? Like, I was already in Lower South, and then you came in – when was that? Fourth or fifth grade? I think it was fifth grade, to be honest. It was like the last year of elementary school. Okay, so yeah. So, now, yeah, now I remember. You came in and uh, – I just don't remember when or, like, where exactly we met. I think it was like, I want to say it was sometime during lunch because I was just unaware of anything or anyone because that's when I I came from Maryland at the time because I lived in Middletown, Maryland, and then I came down here around fifth grade. So, Um, yeah, man, I mean, I remember like uh, you came in and like, you know, everyone like loved you, man. Like it wasn't wasn't like, like you were you were acclimated, you know, right. You know, the first couple of weeks, you knew what was going on. Started playing sports, all that stuff. No, I actually felt like like that group, like when we were starting to grow up, like in fifth grade, it was me, you, it was Clint, it was it was Justice, and it was uh, Evan as well. So you lived in that neighborhood. What was it? Something Crossing. Oh something. man, Woodland Crossing, I think. Yes, yes. <laughs> so you, Clint, and Justice all lived in there. So you were. So that's who you met. Did you meet them first? Oh, man. I have no idea. I don't know. But, dude, I remember being um, – I was in that neighborhood so much, dude, when we were younger. I uh, It was, like, the most awkward, like, first day going to school, like, especially on the bus because I didn't know anyone. I mean, that's how it is wherever you're going to go. I don't think people realize once you move as much as I do, it's it gets harder and harder to make more friends. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a good thing I have so many close friends up where you're at right now. Yeah, bro. Like, it's good to just go back and meet up with everyone. So, some memories from Lower Southampton. It's like, I don't really remember a lot. I remember, uh, I remember recess was really fun at the time. Oh, my God. All I remember from Lower South is playing. So, I would, I would go home. And I would, you know, we had like those travel, those baseball, the travel baseball teams. Like I played for Lower South. I don't know if you played travel your first year, but dude, I would get home from elementary school at like 3.30 or 4 o'clock or whatever it was. And I would have to leave the house by like 4.30 just to go, you know, to practice or a game. And it was every day, man. So. You know, what's funny. I was playing travel baseball for Langhorn. I think. That's what it was. Yes. So, you know, you know, you know how it works. Oh, shout out to people from Langhorn, man. Yeah, facts. Those were the good times. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was travel baseball for Langhorn. And then it was, uh, we also did like in-house leagues for Langhorn. That was like the shit. Oh man. In-house. Um, 
But, dude, all I remember is I'm not going to say their names, but, dude, I was a player in elementary school and middle school. Dude, you can, I, I don't care. You can name drop. I know exactly no, I'm who you're not talking name, about. I'm not name dropping, dog. Go oh, on. man. I, I hope who we're talking about actually comes and, like, listens <laughs> to this. <laughs> oh, my God. I highly doubt it, but. Those were the days. Oh, uh, those were the days. Dude, and then we all got to high school, and then, you know, high school happened. But we're not there yet. Obviously, in fifth grade, remember when we used to play uh, like basketball all the time during recess? All the time. You know, we would play whatever sport wasn't taken away from us at the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! How many times did we get in trouble playing football? Oh, dude, I feel like I, we played football maybe like ten times a year. We got it <laughs> taken away so much. Dude, uh-huh. we were just animals. Everyone was. I'm about to say basketball was like the main sport. Did we ever play kickball? Yes, bro. Kickball was the shit. Oh my gosh. I don't remember any kickball memories, but one thing that was really scary was I believe there was a special ed kid that was playing kickball and obviously we wanted to include him. And I think he like whiffed and just fell and got like really uh, hurt, taken to the hospital. Uh, that's the only really? con- Yeah, I forget. It was, uh, it was someone's brother. I don't remember the guy's name. It was very long ago. But that's the only, like, fond memory I have of playing kickball. Um, do you remember standing on the line? Oh, my God. trouble. You just get to stand on the line for, like, 10 minutes, and you're just, like, itching to oh. get on the line so you could run and play whatever sport was going on at the time. Dude, that and, like, the greatest feeling in the world was when you, like, when you're about to go on the bus, like, your bus gets called, and you just run across the hall. I know, and your bus got called, man. That was oh. My bus would always get called, like, second or third. <laughs> so, like, when my bus would get called last, I would, like, freak out, and I'd be like, why isn't the bus here? Yeah. So, uh, do you remember that one geography test we had to take? It was, like, the hardest test we'd have to take all year for elementary school? No. I mean, dude, I remember taking so many of those 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 whack tests, dude, of like, you know, remembering where all the states are and all like the continents and all that stuff. And yeah. I did not use any of that. You know, obviously it's the United States. You got to have some knowledge of it. But I was, I'm not like pointing to any, you know, where Arkansas is nowadays in college, you know? Oh, I mean? yeah. But I remember that was 150 questions. I got 150 out of 150 on that. No way. I swear to God I did. I definitely didn't. It might have been the proudest moment of my entire just uh, academic career, like (laughs) ever. And it was in fifth grade. (laughs) You know what was fun? You know what I do remember, though, about elementary school is field day. Oh, field day was fun. You know what's funny? Now as I think about it, field day, like, what did we even do for field day? Dude, so, oh, man. So, like, I was a captain. Were you a captain? No, I wasn't. I didn't have the clout of a fifth grader at that time. <laughs> the clout. The captain clout. Dude, I remember, um, I don't know. It was, it was like, uh, I don't know. You just, you know, do, like, a, a, a terrible dance at the very end. Dude, I, I saw a video of um, our field day, actually, not too long ago. It's on YouTube, dude. You should you should try and find it and try and see yourself. There's a there's a really funny video I found the other day, but that leads us into uh, talking about middle school. But uh, middle school was a lot of fun. I don't know why, but it was like the funnest time of, of my life. And like when it comes to videos, do you remember uh, the Harlem Shake was a big thing at the time? <laughs> do you remember how it was like 
20 or 25 people doing the Harlem shake in the, the uh, it was the boys bathroom yep. <laughs> or, or the boys no, locker room or something yeah. like that. Yeah. There was like 20 of them who got suspended. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Dude, the Harlem shake was popping. Our generation was like savage generation. My little brother's generation now, like, dude, he's bad. Like I never did any of the shit that he did. Like what he's at. He's in, he's going into sixth grade. So, dude, his generation is, you know, they all had these, bro, the phones. I was about to say, now they all have phones. I, I don't think I had a phone until I was in, like, seventh grade. Oh, yeah, I didn't have a phone until I was in, like, fifth, like, going into middle school. But, yeah. like, I didn't have an iPhone. Like, I had one of those slide phones, bro. Like, yeah, I, di- I didn't have the high-tech iPhone. I had, I don't even know what I had. It might have been, like, a BlackBerry. Yeah, dude, something like that. But, dude, this generation, they all got iPhones now. And, dude, they just follow the culture. Whatever's going on, you know, TikTok, all that shit. I would somehow, like, when I'm a parent, I would still give my kid a phone around that time in middle school. Because, obviously, you need your kids to communicate with your parents. No, that's fast. But I I would have to put a lot of restrictions just based on (laughs) stuff like from social media or even YouTube, for that matter. That's the big thing about you know, this generation nowadays is social media. Social media runs the world, dog. Yeah. Do you think, uh, do you think like middle schoolers now, like would like watch Netflix in the middle of class? Dude, you probably like, dude, middle schoolers are probably getting in trouble now, like more now for having their phones out. Cause you know, they're so used to having their phones with them. Dude, my brother gets in trouble. He gets his phone taken all the time, bro. We didn't like have that. Cause we didn't have like a phone to be like, Oh, I need my phone. Like, you know what I mean? There was no, until Vine came out. Oh my God, Vine! <laughs> and it was over. And that's when that's when it started getting fun. Who was your favorite Viner at the time? I don't even, dude. I remember. You know who? Um, I don't even know his name, dog. I don't. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Do you dude. remember? Do you remember Eric Dunn? Eric Dunn. Oh, you know who was mine? Uh, King King Batch. King Batch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bust I re- that backflip, dog. You feel me, dog? <laughs> remember that? You remember that? Wait, so Eric Dunn. Eric Dunn was the one who was like, this is how you speak in Ebonics or something like that? Nah. Um, um, he also did the uh, like inappropriate sports center guy. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and that was when like um, people started putting like music to like highlights. Um, and like, made right. them so much better. And now it's just like normal, you know what I mean? Vine back then is like what TikTok is now, basically. Facts. Let's really get into middle school now, but obviously morning hoops was like the big thing at the time. Awesome, dude. This is the only time I would ever get up super early to go to school. I remember getting so pissed because I wouldn't wake up. Like if I woke up at like whenever morning hoops, was, what was it? Seven, eight or something like that? It was like seven to like 7.45. Yeah, like something like that. Dude, I would get so mad when I would get there so late. And I would only get, like, five shots up. I would get pissed. It would ruin my whole day, dude. It was so fun. Do you remember uh, the one football play we used to do? Of course I do. It we was uh, in on that. You. And Evan. And you. And Evan. <laughs> and Evan. Dude, that was awesome, dude. Oh, man. Do you still – have you ever talked to Declan ever? Dude, I talked to Declan. Um, he actually uh, – oh, man, not too long ago. Probably, like, a couple months ago. I got to reach out to him when I get a chance. Yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't nothing crazy. It was just like, yo, what's up? You know? Yeah. Um, he did that with, um, like, Kyle Robney and all them still. Oh, he does? Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. 
yeah, yeah. I about to say I'm completely out of the loop when it comes to who hangs out with who, even now. He goes to Penn State, Declan. Yeah, I, I knew that. He's like a frat guy now, isn't he? Yeah, he's a big frat guy. <laughs> big deck guy. I think Declan was the one who'd make the uh, who'd be the quarterback, and like <laughs> we would still somehow like not break the rules of basketball and still create a, a, like a football play almost. Mm-hmm. And I would always get that shot in the corner, and it worked every time. Every time. Oh, uh, your shot was wet, dog. Dude, I was like my best version of me playing basketball was like eighth grade. Dude, you were tall too, dog. Way taller than everyone else. You would just get right over top of everyone else. I remember that. Now it's like everyone caught up to me. Now I'm like six two. Everyone else is like five eight, five nine. So I'm not like completely taller than everyone. Dude, you're still taller than me, dog. I'm five seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Dang. Nah, I'm five eight, dog. The doctors are lying. Five eight in basketball shoes. Yeah, five eight in basketball shoes. <laughs> Um, middle school was... Sixth grade was a blur to me. Yeah, me too. I remember middle school is when sneakers started becoming huge. Like the sneaker game. Everyone was like, oh, you got this, you got that. Oh, you see this that dropped, this that dropped. You know, all the LeBrons dropped. All the Kobe's dropped. You know, all those, all those athletes. Dude, everyone wanted their shoes. Everyone. Shoe game took off middle school. What, what year was that? Sixth grade, oh. seventh grade. What age were we? I'm trying to think. Um, so oh. what? We went into high school, what, 15, 14? We were like 14, 15. So probably like, like 11 or 12. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, dude. We were that young in middle school? Yeah. 13 was the oldest I probably was in middle school. I remember like I had no shoe game back in the day, I don't believe. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true because I got – Kobe 8s and Kobe 9s. You so. always had Kobe's on, dog. Yeah. And I wasn't even, like, a big Kobe fan. I just liked the shoes. Yeah. I was more of a LeBron fan, but I always thought the LeBron shoes were always a bit heavy in the heel. <laughs> Do you remember the ones I had? Dude, every – my grandma would customize a pair for me on Nike ID every, every year. I remember I customized a pair of KDs in, like, Christmas colors, and it was maybe the worst designed shoe you could possibly have. <laughs> That's another thing we would do all the time in middle school was just design shoes on the computers. Were you a cool math like games kid back in the day? Oh, dude, I still play cool math games sometimes. Oh, my you know, God. Playing that run, whatever it's called, run. Oh, uh, fun run. Right? No, no. Fun run is, an, is, the, is the app on the iPhone. But, dude, there's a, there's a game on cool math games called run. And it's like this little blob, and you just got to jump. Like, you use the space bar, and you jump. And you oh, jump. okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I used to be a block source kind of guy. <laughs> oh, sixth grade, man, that was a long time ago. So, seventh grade, that's when we started playing sports, really, together. That's when we were allowed. Remember that's... we weren't allowed to play sports in sixth grade? Yeah, dude, I don't understand that. I don't know if that's still – that's probably still a rule. Probably, probably in that area. Because technically, that, that area at the time is considered Philadelphia, right? I don't know if it is now, but I know at the time it was. Oh, at Quessing? I have no idea. It's like, it's like Feasterville, Trevos. Yeah, I know. And I think that is considered part of Philadelphia. It, yeah, it's like right. It's like dead ass, like 10 minutes. So, played seventh grade, both basketball and baseball. I don't think we won a single game in seventh grade basketball. Dude, that was when I played football, and then it was basketball, and then baseball right after, dude. Busy all year round. 
but like even basketball, baseball, like that combination, it's, you're still busy every single day. But like it was like fun. Like it wasn't competitive at that time. It was just yeah, like I don't remember being like, oh, I got like practice. Like oh, I was like, I don't care. Like let's play basketball. I loved it. Yeah, it was so fun, man. So let's start with seventh grade basketball. I don't know if we won a single game that year. That was Miss Hutch. Oh, Miss Hutch was the coach. Oh, my God. I think I knew more basketball than she did at that time. Dude, yeah, no, we didn't win. I think we made a, might have won one game against Sandberg. Maybe. And they beat us the other time. And they were the worst team. I hated playing All Maple Point. All the Sandberg kids are going to get tight if they watch this now. I hated playing Maple Point. They'd kick our ass. Chris Arch, Papio. Charles Dominic, shout out to them. They all play. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure they all play ball in college now. Well, Chris plays at Nova. I don't know. Papial plays. Oh man, I. I, I think they. I think they. Um, I don't know where they play, but they definitely play somewhere. I know I they do. Great. I just don't know where. Um, I hated playing them. Those were like so. Pequesting, Maple Point, and what was the other one? Sandberg. That was the three that makes up – yeah. Makes that was up. the three middle schools that made up our high school. So, like, it was big rivalries every time we play them. Anywhere else we went, it was like, nah, whatever. I would put up a cool, you know, 12 to 14 to 16 <laughs> points a game. 14.4 points a game for Tyler Miller. And, and still lose by, like, 50. Oh, you're blown out, dog. Oh, man. Uh, I remember just, like, dude, the teams that we would play would just press – all game long, dude. And, like, we couldn't – it was, like, once in a lifetime we passed half court, seventh grade. It was it was middle school basketball. Why are we pressing in middle school basketball? Dude, I don't know, dude, but they did all game long. I'm trying to think. Who was, like, the main people who played? Gabe McElvain was the other one that played pretty well. Clint played. Clint played a lot. Um, You played. I played a decent amount. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I think you either started or you played – a lot of minutes off the bench. Declan played a lot. That was eighth grade, though. A lot of those guys, seventh grade, it was – I don't even know, dude. It was me, you. Our eighth grade team was definitely better than our seventh grade team. I hate it when we scrimmaged the eighth graders. When we were seventh graders? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to kick your ass. Like, <laughs> And then we go on to play seventh grade baseball, which was a cluster because it was both seventh and eighth grade baseball. That was the first year we moved up to the big field, right? Yes, actually. That was the first year, bro. That I would never remember feeling so, like, helpless. Like, dude, I'm not going to make it out of the infield. Yeah. Dude, I was small, man. I was so small. But, hey, we got the job done, though. That shit was fun. Dude, that was a lot of fun. I think I started at shortstop literally every game. <laughs> dude, I was playing second, though. I didn't have the arm for short yet. Who was our coach? Who was who was that seventh grade? Oh my gosh! Uh, I forget if it was the history teacher or the math teacher. I think he might. I think he might have passed away. I completely forget his name. Yeah, I don't know. I remember our eighth grade coach though. Um, dude, he was the best teacher in middle school. Oh no! It was he the history teacher? Yeah, Pakovich or something like that. Palkovich. 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 Yeah. Mr. Palkovich. Yes. Yeah. That was, oh, he was great. Yeah, he he taught um he taught history and he coached baseball. Yeah, no, nah, he was cool. Uh, but seventh seventh grade was weird because we had twenty people on a team at that point, I believe. Yeah, we had heads on that team. So like it was seventh graders playing with eighth graders, and like a lot of the seventh graders didn't play. Like mostly, mm-hmm. I, it was me, you, 
and a couple other like seventh graders played. Uh, I'm trying to think who else even played when we were in seventh grade. So so Declan played. I remember Justice trying out. I remember that. I think that was eighth grade. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, Um, We're still talking about seventh grade. Uh, Yeah. Year play, Shondor. I think that was eighth grade still. So I think our team was mostly eighth graders then. Not a lot of seventh. I don't think we were very good, honestly. Yeah, no, dude. I can't. I mean – I remember eighth grade. I, I have more memories in eighth grade. So what other memories besides sports like do you have in seventh grade? Dude, I feel like that's all we did in middle school is just sports, sports, sports. So I don't know. I mean. It was funny. I don't think we like ever like hung out outside of school. Really? Yeah. I don't think we did very much just because it was hard for us because obviously we couldn't drive. Yeah, facts. But... And then right when we could drive, you dipped on me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so in eighth grade it's like that was like that was one of my like favorite years of my life yeah eighth yeah grade. that's i believe when i was playing with the knights oh so yeah so like eighth grade year was like the year where like you could start you know separating yourself you know of like what you're gonna do you know in high school yeah you know what i mean like if you were playing like what was it the sepa knights or whatever yeah, something like that southeastern yeah. pennsylvania knights i believe was my yeah Yep, the Sheep of Knights. I remember those. I don't think they're still around, but I'm not sure. They're not. Pretty sure they're not. Yeah. But, dude, I remember them being, like, elite. Like, uh, what's it called? Um, Dude, yeah, but all we did was uh, just play baseball. We played, you know, tournament baseball. That was when we started to play. That's when we oh. started to, like – did you play for anyone by that time? Um, I was with – I think I was with the Generals, dude. I played for them the next year. Yeah, then you came to the Generals, and then I – I forget what I did. I think I stayed – I think that's when I start, started playing ball up near my dad's house. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I played with the Knights. You played for the Generals at that time. And then we also – I played for uh, – was I playing for Upper Makefield at that time? You might have. I might have been. That was a really fun year. I was playing for three teams in middle school at one point, but I don't care. It was a lot of fun. So fun. But uh, so I remember in eighth grade. Remember Diamond Nation was a thing. Love Diamond Nation. Dude. Diamond Nation was great. Uh, it was basically this outdoor facility that was all turf. Big I'll tournaments would go there. Qualifiers for uh, what is it? The the uh, national tournament perfect game qualifiers yeah. for that. Bro, there were studs there. There's still studs that go there every single oh, year. Yeah. That's like the big tournament up in that northeast region. Yeah, it's uh Dominations in Jersey. I uh, got like I got t shirts from there. Dude, Domination, um you know uh Brian Nicholas? Well yeah, of course I do. Uh yeah, he played for their team, uh the Diamond Jacks. Yeah. That team was insane. Yeah, dude. They were stacked, bro. I don't think my team has ever beaten them, and I think we've played them. I yeah, played, we three played different them a couple teams. times, too. Yeah, never beat them. It wasn't pretty. Then we played again. We went to eighth grade basketball. We won two games that year, I think. Rats. I think we, I think we beat Sandberg, and we beat <laughs> um, – I, I want to say it was like – Was it some Ben Salem school? It was some Ben Salem school, something like that. Schneider, Schaefer, um, I remember we were playing against one guy who looked like Michael Carter Williams. <laughs> yes. Bro, you know who also played? Um Alex Foley. Remember him? Alex Foley. I have no idea what that where he, that he, he fell off the face of the earth after middle fell school. Fell off the map, dog. 
Yeah. Shout out to him. I hope he's doing, you know, good. I have no idea where he's at right now. Eighth grade basketball was a blur. Is that what was Paul playing that year? Oh, oh, no. Paul played both years, actually. He probably. Oh, man. He used to hate me. He hated me. He hated everyone. everyone, Like in elementary school, middle school. Oh, man. And then, like, we, like, became friends, like, in high school. It was, like, the weirdest thing ever. That kid's a clown still to this day. He's like Jack now, isn't he? <laughs> he's all big, yeah. He's like he's like the Hulk now or something. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else played, like, with us. Shondor definitely played. Clem was still good. I think Declan was still there. It was Foley, you, uh, me, Declan, Clint. Gabe was still there. Um, Jeer. Jeer started uh, – that's when Mr. T was the coach. Yes. Evan played that year. <laughs> <laughs> Evan played that year. He made his debut, dog. Oh, did Evan make a shot? I think Evan made one shot and the whole place went, <laughs> went nuts. We went nuts. <laughs> oh, um, man. Oh, man. I, I keep up with Evan a lot still. Yeah, that's, that's the boy I mean, right there. I mean, you two are roommates, so. Oh, man. And then we, uh, yeah, we only won two games, though. It was still fun. But, like, as that time was happening, we still connected a lot with, like, people from Maple Point and Sandberg. So, like, we really got to know them going into high school. Yeah, For yeah, me, yeah. and especially with me, because when I played travel ball, like, with Langhorn, I knew all those guys going into high school. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of easier for me to kind of acclimate myself. I relate to that same way as you do. And then we played eighth grade baseball, which was maybe the funnest season of my life. Really? See, yeah. like, I don't even re- – I barely remember eighth grade. So, my fondest memories was Justice tried out. I remember that. I really wanted him to make the team <laughs> just because he was just, like, the funniest person ever. I just wanted to see what he could do. <laughs> I remember being scared, like, to throw it to him. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I didn't know if he was going to catch it or not. <laughs> Hit him right in his head, dog. And like, and like, that's when you know, like, if he can't catch a ball at first base, that's when you know it's not, you know, your sport. It's not gonna be good. Evan played that year. Grenade. Grenade. His <laughs> Evan's uh, nickname was Grenade, and it was it's the funniest nickname known to date, <laughs> to my knowledge at this point. He actually got a couple hits. I didn't think he was the worst player on our team. Remember when he came in and pitched? Oh my God, we were we were either up fifteen or down fifteen. Nah, we were we were up, and he came in and pitched, and he like, it was it was like solid, probably like 40, 40 miles an hour from the mound. And you know it's funny as hell. He struck out. He struck out the side. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was like it was like two pop ups, and then like the third, caved him up, dog. Caved him up. I was so happy. Oh man, it was um, great. But I think he had maybe five or six hits like all year. Like I think he actually contributed. Max, he started getting hot. Yeah, I'm like playing more. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, take take DJ spot. I don't care. <laughs> nah, but he's gotten way better. Like because he helped me train a lot. Really? So you is know, he any better at basketball? You could do yes, way better at basketball. Really? Yeah, like it would be like once you come down here, bro. It's gonna be like it's gonna be. You mean come up there? Come up there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're below me. So, like, if we played to a game to 11, like, how much do you think he'd score? Right. Like, right now. Yeah. Dude, Evan, he's like, you know, he's predictable. Like, it only takes you a couple times to figure out what he's going to do. 
He's okay. just going to shoot the three ball. He's not going to drive. Oh, okay. So, so, dude, and he gets so fucking lucky, dude. I can't, <laughs> I can't take it. Everything, dude, it's just, oh, man. But, dude, I'm telling you, we got to get a game of, like, uh, got to get a game of 21 in or something. Like, oh, I already man. have a plan to, like, once this COVID stuff blows over and next summer, I'm making a plan to just get a bunch of old, like, old friends we used to play ball with and just have a day where we have, like, 20 or people show up. <laughs> That'd be so fun. That would be so fun. I mean, that's like – like, I, like, really have to, like, go up there because it's been so long. Yeah, man. Like, it's been, it's been legit four years, and I haven't had a chance. Dude, my best chance was last year, and even last year it was tough for me because I had so much going on, like, with work and with other stuff, so. Facts, man. You've been trying to get up here. I've been oh. trying. I was going to until this corona shit hit, so. Shocked the world. I, like, when this coronavirus hit, it's like I couldn't really do much. No, it was like three weeks of planning down the drain. It is what it is. But no, nah, eighth grade was eighth grade baseball was fun. Um, I remember I threw seven innings one game, mm-hmm. and like I gave up like two hits. Next day, I pitched for the uh, the generals. <laughs> yeah, that's when our that's when our arms could handle anything, dog. Four innings, no problem. <laughs> no problem. Oh man! And then after that, I'm like, I've never thrown a baseball for like four days. <laughs> And I remember that. I'll For some that. reason, I remember us getting killed by one team. And do you remember uh, – I think his name was Ryan O'Connor or something like that? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Dude, I remember one time he completely overran a ball. And, like, the ball went – because there was no fence at the time. And the ball went all the way out to, like, the soccer field. It was like the ball kept rolling for, like, 500 feet. And, the like, ball was crushed. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's crazy, man. Fun I, times, no doubt. So now let's transition over to when we got into high school, Neshaminy High School. Two of my favorite years of my life. Dude, Neshaminy, I don't know. I remember being, uh, I don't know, not nervous, uh, more excited than nervous. Uh, that was like, my, I remember my parents telling me like, yo, this is high school. This is like a, a brand new experience, new journey. Time to like, you know, leave your mark. Like this is how you're going to set up. You're going to be set up for like your future and all that stuff. And, like, I don't know, I didn't really think of it at the time. Like, you know, I could have never predicted where I would have been at, you know, today in high school. So, you know, everything, you know, in high school was just – it went by so fast, dude. I, you know, I wish I – not not like – I don't regret anything about it. Like, I wouldn't change a damn thing. But I don't know. I just uh, – I wish it went by slower. <laughs> yeah, like, I just remember – as I get into high school, I, at first I was starting to just hang out with like everyone I was with in middle school. Exactly. Because it was me and you and Evan always hanging out. And then, you know, Paul was also with us. And then Lou. Do you remember Louie? Lou, baby. Lou I still talk to that kid. Do you? I don't. And I probably should hit him up when I get a chance. He's, uh, <laughs> he got big, dog. He's, he's huge. Yeah. He's, he's playing football, D2, right? Nah, he stopped, bro. He no, was like, he I can't. He's like, I can't do this anymore. No, like it was like us five, and then we got, then we had some other people like we would talk to, like the twins. We got close with, got close with Barnett. The twins, McDonald twins. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got close with them. Got close with Barnett, Hunter Barnett, Phil Smythe, I think was his name. Oh, he was tall. He was like six five. It got close with like more and more people as we gone on. The big thing about our ninth grade was trying to interact with more and more people. It was tougher for us because we don't particularly try to be the most social people in the world. 
Dude, I um, dude, I played football freshman year. Did you actually? Yeah, man. Was that even fun? And I mean, I was on the freshman team. Like, I wasn't like no stud or nothing. You <laughs> know, I, I played football and basketball. You know, my whole life. So I was like, you know what? Why do it? Why not do it in high school? So I did it for the year. You know, I met a whole bunch of people. It was e- way easier to meet all those people from Maple Point and Sandberg on that team. Yeah, I really connected with a lot of people through sports, not so much through social activities. Yeah, if it wasn't for sports, I don't know. I don't feel like I wouldn't know, you know, half the amount. Yeah. Um, did you play freshman basketball? Dude, I tried out. I tried out. I got the fucking scissors, dog. And you know it's funny you say that? It was probably the greatest thing that could have happened to you because it was, it was a terrible freshman experience. <laughs> It was like being on a track team. Oh, oh yeah, bro. I heard you got all you guys did was just run. That, bro, basketball was like really not my like main sport though. Like no, it wasn't. Um, I was just you know I just played it for fun. Yeah, I I, I knew just you wanted were to play and be a part of the team. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you know it wasn't. I wasn't like oh like that was really like my first like taste of you know like you're not good enough. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Failure. And you know what's funny like. And I felt bad that you didn't make it, but I knew you were better at baseball. <laughs> yeah, like I wasn't – I wasn't – do you remember me? Like I wasn't sad or anything. I was no, I don't think you whatever. were. I think you were like – I think you were a little bit down, but then you're like, you know what, it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's all good. Though. But anyway, I remember that being terrible because that's how I really got started to get hurt with like my shin splints and all that. That's when I really like started to get slow because I go from – being on hardwood floors to playing baseball and then by summer i could hardly move that was the worst but my only memories of freshman basketball were running i didn't shoot any threes that year for some reason i was the big man i was the five man i was gonna say where they had dude i don't even remember like what what did you did you guys did you guys have a winning record like i don't know we didn't we were i don't think so who was on the team uh david Hahn was on that team <laughs> this is when David Hahn grew like seven inches. Okay, yeah, yeah. In like, yeah, one, yeah. In like one summer. Uh-huh. Clint was still on that team. Yep. If you remember, Ryan Murray was on that team. Okay. Um, uh, was Papio on that team? No, he was on JV. Uh... And this is one more thing I might as well bring up. For some reason, where we went to high school, it was very hard as a freshman to play varsity. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean. Like, how many freshmen played varsity sports? Unless like like unless you're an arch or like someone big like that, like, Chris Arch is the only one to my knowledge who played varsity basketball as a freshman. Yeah, like you got to be a stud. Like you got to be like a Zion Williamson stud, or like, you got to uh, you got to have somebody you know already in the system. Yeah. That's how it is, bro. That's just how it is. Yeah, basketball wasn't fun, and then we and then we played ninth grade baseball, which was a very fun time. I remember being like scared, like yo, if I don't make this team, like. It's going to be, like, bad. I'm going to be pissed. And I told you, relax. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I always get my stress self fucking. There was a lot of people on that team. There was way too many people. Dude, there was heads on that team. But me and you, we played every game. Played every game and almost every inning. Dude, it was was awesome, dude. That's when I I made my transition to third base. Facts. Is that the year we turned to triple play? Yep. I don't even remember who it was against. But, bro, that's probably, like – I probably turn I think that's my only triple play I've ever turned yeah same because I I remember I I got it touched third through to you at second because you were coming from second yeah 
and then threw it to first, and that was it. That's it, dog. That was a lot of fun. And we were good. As a freshman team, we were the best freshman team by we far. We were nasty, bro. We were winning. We won, like, I think we won, like, five or six straight. Like, low-key. Like, we didn't even, even get any looks from all, all like, the, the upper guys, bro, or any of the other coaches. We were, we were better. There was at least five of us who were better than people on JV and even varsity at that yeah, time. Yeah, bro, and they were losing bad, bad time. I remember that, bro. That was, like, the year where, like, they lost a lot. But they also had that kid on varsity. You remember who? You remember Kyle Skeels? Yes, he he played at Coastal Carolina. Yeah, got drafted. He was, good. he was insane. He got drafted by the Cardinals. I don't know if he still. He just got drafted like last year. But I don't know. I, I think I don't think he's playing. But, but dude, that, he, he. I remember him being a monster. That year was fun, and then then we move on to tenth grade, and it's like. Wait, did you do um? Did you do gym night freshman year? Okay, I did gym night. No, I did gym night my sophomore year. Let's get to that now. So, yeah, explain gym night. Gym night is basically, if you know what field day is, it's like field day on steroids, basically. Like three times the amount of steroids. It's like, you know how you'll have that obstacle course where you'll have stuff like that and games and stuff. And then there's these dances that each grade like has to do. So you have the red team and the blue team. Blue team was like last names, like, a through L, and then yeah. red team was like teams M, like last names M through Z. Yeah, yeah. And what we do is like we would make these dances, and there would be themes to these dances. Um, and these dances would take all year, dog, all year. It would be like a three and a four month choreography <laughs> process, and like it was fun because you can connect with people. The dancing was not fun. <laughs> the hardest thing was to find a partner. Like I did not like my partner. Oh man! Jim. My partner's name. She lived in my neighborhood. Her name was Vic. She was Russian. I forget her last name. I don't Bro, know. I remember having like four different partners. It was not. It was like not. That part was not fun. I literally skipped the last day because I'm like, I'm not coming. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. She was. Pissed. Yeah. So this this day would just it would be one show on Friday night and two shows on Saturday. It was like. So, and dude, it was packed. Thousands of people would come watch this fucking gym night. Yeah. And, dude, oh, it's one crazy. More, one more thing. Our our high school had how many students? About 4,000? Yeah, bro. We had like 800 kids in our class. It was Close insane. It was – there were way too many people in that high school. That high school, yeah. But that's like – that was like the moneymaker of our school was gym night. That's facts, bro. The school made bread off that. And it's I still true. feel like there could be like a better way of making it better. Facts. Bro, they could dead ass rent out an arena and sell it out. Yeah. It's like, like and there's could, videos, there's videos on YouTube about it. Yeah, like it's it's serious, dog. Yeah. People oh. around here love that shit. And the tickets go by in like the first like three days, sold out. All yeah. I wish I could go back and see it. We could we're not gonna be able to by that time because that's during college. So yeah, we wouldn't be able to see it, but uh, that was a good memory. This is actually my tenth grade year was the last year I was here. I didn't play basketball. I was like, the program was not very good. Come to find out, the main guy uh, headbutted a referee. I remember I that. Remember that? I remember that. Dude, that, that went like viral, bro. People know about that. I was actually out of town when that happened. I was in Maryland because I think I went, was going to a funeral or something. It was on Sports Center. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, it went nuts. Like, people, it was crazy. And it's like, okay, programs in shambles. 
I'm I'm at the point now where I'm just gonna try and go all out with baseball. I'm like, all right, I'm done playing basketball. Now, part of me wishes I stuck to it. It's a good thing I made the decision not to. So, do you think if you didn't go into Chamonix, if you went to like an actual high school, you know, that believed in you and your in your abilities, you think you would still be playing basketball right now? Yeah, probably. I think I had a lot of people who kind of doubted me, and like I was just kind of playing. I was playing out of position. I was playing with no confidence. I played in a crappy like ninth grade year, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. Got out. That's it. I, I couldn't do it. And 10th grade baseball comes. That was another fun year. That was awesome, bro. That's like, that was like the start of my decline, though. <laughs> I was, my, my peak was when I was in ninth grade. It was. Yeah. Bro, that's, that's, when, that's when baseball was the most serious ever. 10th grade. Like, ninth, 10th grade, bro. Because, like, that was when you're like, you're either going to play this, like, just for fun, or, like, you're going to play this to get, a fur- like, to further your education. Yeah. I hate it when people say go out there and have fun. Like if you want to be good at something, like really good at something, it's going to get to a point where it's not going to be fun. Exactly. You know? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's things to that. Like, obviously like, like being out there and all that shit's fun, but like in the moment, like you're there to do a job, like you're there to win. Yeah. Everything else. Like if there's runners on second and third with two outs and you don't get this hit, you're going to screw all the next day. That's facts. That's not fun, dude. It's not fun, bro. Baseball is I don't I don't care who listens to this like they could they could ask me dog like they could start arguments and arguments with me but baseball is the most frustrating sport ever like yeah all sports are frustrating I get that blah 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 but like dude you could have you can go three for three one game with like three home runs and then the next game you can go the next four games you can go oh for 15 and being like yo what the fuck is wrong? And then you're out of the lineup, and then you're, you're out of the lineup. You're sitting now. Now you now what's now what's frustrating about that, bro? Everything you're rethinking life at that point. Yeah, I'm just like, great. What else? You know? Yeah, yeah. What else is gonna come, bro? Did you so, ever? Didn't you get taken out of the lineup for a period of time? And I was like, what? What's happening? What tenth grade? Yeah, dude. I don't even remember. I don't. What were we playing tenth grade? Were we on JV? We were on JV. Yeah, like, I don't even remember our coach. Literally, both in middle school and high school, I had a different coach every single year. Yeah. <laughs> even, even in tournament baseball, I never had a coach for more than for two years. Damn, dude. That sucks. Like, you know, I don't think people realize how hard that is for you to develop when you're yeah. doing so many different things from so many different people. It's like yeah. – everyone, everyone. I think that screws you up. It screwed me up, I think. But uh, that year was, like – that year was really frustrating for me, like – I played well, but there were times where I'm just like, I didn't have fun. Yeah, dude. And the time that made me really mad was the one pitcher who was on varsity came down and was like, hey, can I get some work at third base? Bro, yeah, I remember that. And he came down and he sucked, man. He sucked. He, and he, he, he took my spot for a game. I dude, was, I remember that. I remember that. Bro, I was, I was crazy. I was like, I didn't play. And like the team we played was terrible, too. And it's like, I didn't play because a guy from varsity came down and he played over me and he's still not better than me. I remember that, bro. I remember that because it happened to me too. And that was the last year that, that the, the head coach for varsity left. He left that, after that year. I forget his name, dude. But once he told me he left, that's when I was like, I'm out. I was, I was like, I knew you. I, you already talked about leaving. Go ahead, bro. What, what, was, what happened, bro? Like, why'd you leave? 
So obviously, you know, my dad was at Holy Family at the time. Yeah. Coaching basketball, women's basketball. Then he he wanted out, basically. Yeah. And it was mutual. So he wanted to go get a job. And there was like six other schools he chose, and he chose USC Aiken. I play about a month of summer ball. Played in perfect game for uh, – that was the last tournament I was in. Uh, shout out to All-Star Baseball Academy. Hey, SBA, bro, you used to play for them all the time. That was my – that was easily my favorite tournament team, I think, even over the nights because all those guys I, I had a lot of fun playing with. And uh, so finally, after that, I move. And it was kind of like out of the blue because no one really knew I was gone. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if people still talk about me, like why I left or how I left, because I have no idea. Because you left and me and I left basically at the same time. Well, because you were leaving, like you told me. And at that point, I was like, I have like, because you just left. Like, I don't know. It wasn't like, I feel like you had no, you know decision or influence on the decision i and you know it's funny me and my dad talk about it if i had my decision i would have stayed and he would have been totally fine with that really yeah and we talk about it now that's the only regret that i have in my life is not staying up there yeah really yeah (sighs) damn man i mean and it was it was a very emotional time your control man it was a very emotional time yeah like you said it's out of my control I mean, I thought I was like, I was getting into a relationship with this one girl, I believe. Yeah. Baseball was good. My friendships were good. All that was good. And just boom, it was gone. And people don't understand that that is one of the most traumatizing things that anyone could ever go through. Because me, I lost a lot. Like a Facts. lot. And you weren't, you were here. You weren't even here for a long time. I was here for seven years. Basically yeah. six years. Six years. Six years. I can say definitively it's the best six years of my life and it's by far. So what happened with you? You parted ways from the Chamonix as well. So bro, basically I had to, it was my decision fully a hundred percent. So my parents are separated. They were set. They are separated still. And then, but like they're on good terms or whatever, but like we won't get into all that. Mm-hmm. But so my dad lives about 50 minutes away and my mom uh, away from my mom she lives like he lives like 50 minutes away from my mom he always has like he would always come back and get me blah 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 so he was like there was like this little small private school so like I said earlier in this podcast I started playing baseball up there in the summer like during the summer so I didn't like play for any of those like local tournament teams only for like you know a specific amount of time so I started playing up there and, you know, my, one of my close friends that I met up there, um, he was like, yo, like I'm transferring high schools. Like I was like, Oh, like you're crazy, bro. Like I'm staying here, blah, blah, blah. So he transfers to this high school called faith Christian Academy in, um, in Percy. It's like this dude, literally the smallest school, bro. My graduating class had 67 kids or like 70 kids or something like that. That's not that crazy. I mean, I think I graduated this high school now, and there was like, I don't know, 120 kids in a class. Yeah, so like, dude, like that's not a lot. It was that, and then, bro, so he transferred there, and he like put himself on the map, like baseball-wise. Like he went nuts. And he was like, yo, basically like, yo, I'm trying to get, you know, like a good team here. So I was like, you know what, like, I live with my mom my whole life. And I was like, yo, mom, like, I need to, like, you know, better my future here. I'm going to, like, bet 
everything I have on myself. I don't even care. Like, let's just do it. I'm going to move in with dad and I'll be back, you know, every weekend. Just flip flop like I usually did. So I wind up transferring there. You know, I met some great people, blah, blah, blah. And, dude, I, I stepped on the baseball field, and the coach was like – like, I, he dead-ass told me, he's like, yo, like, I believe in you. Like, I believe that you could take this and use it, you know, and further your education with it. And I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Let's do it. So I committed, blah, 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 transferred, left all my friends behind. Like, I would just go see them every weekend. And, you know, it wasn't the same, obviously, because it's like you're not with them every day, so you become distant. And then, dude, I stepped on the baseball field, and, like, I, dude, things just took off for me. You know, I was just – I'm just so blessed, like, that it happened. I was about to say, your peak was in, you know, 11th grade. Right when I transferred that junior year, I put myself on the map. And, like, all the kids, you know, from the Shamini and all them, they're like, yo, like, who was this kid? This kid went to Shamini. Why wasn't he on the – you know, why wasn't he playing with us? Blah, 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 like, all that shit. And then we started beefing back and forth. And, like, dude, it was, like, a huge rivalry every year. Dude. I did not know that. Yeah, so – who who was who was talking who was talking that talk you know I don't I don't know like I don't know names but dude I'll, it was just it was just back back and forth back and forth because um, we tried to get like our summer team onto our high school team bro we got five of the nine kids in our high school on our summer team bro and our summer team was insane like we won a state chip. But, yeah, dude, that's it. I mean, I bet on myself. It worked out for the better. You know, I got some looks here and there. I winded up, um, you know, committing to a Division II school, uh, 90% scholarship. And, you know, shit. Like, I went there, you know, high expectations. You know, you, you're the man, you know, in high school. So, you go to, like, a different spot, and you're not the man no more. Like, nobody. Like, people, other people run shit up there. You know, I get there. You know, I work my ass off actually winded up starting at third base, Tyler. Third oh, my God. That's a Division oh two level, third base. With your arm? Me, yes, bro. I would just play up, dude. I would play up and just eat everything up, bro, because I would just – my range was just insane. And, bro, like second game of the year, uh, it was just like a normal, normal day. I get to the field, start taking BP early. And I felt – I feel like this tightness in my shoulder, dog. And I was like, ooh, like, let me chill out. Um, coach is like, what are you doing? Get the fuck back in there or whatever. I was like, coach, my shoulder. And he's like, oh, just stretch it. You'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. So I winded up, you know, taking the rest of BP. I felt okay, like not 100%. Dude, and the first at-bat, it was like, dude, my second game ever. My first at-bat, he it was just like a regular fastball, bro. And I fucking, I swung at it. And, bro, I just tore my labrum completely. Right. A, a normal swing, dog. I remember like, you telling me that. Like a crazy thing, like happened. Like I didn't have any problems with my shoulder before, nothing, no injury, anything. Just completely tore it. So I winded up red shirt in that year. And, you know, I tried to rehab it back to because the guy, the, the trainer was like, oh, like you could either, you know, get surgery or you could try and rehab it back to 100%. I was like, I'm not getting surgery right now, blah, blah, blah. So let's just try and rehab it. So I spent like six months rehabbing it, wind it up, um, having to get surgery. And, you know, I just didn't like the coach um, that I played for. The people that I met at the school, uh, Mercy College. Is the it was school Mercy, college. okay. Yeah, in, in New York. And um, 
dude, I just didn't like the coach. I didn't respect the coach. He didn't respect me. He didn't, uh, you know, he, I, I don't know, man. It's just uh, a lot of shit went down that I just didn't want to be a part of. So so there's two really good points you just brought up. Number one, betting on yourself. And that's what I think people need to realize is the more you believe in yourself and the more you can bet on yourself, I think the more successful you can be. A hundred percent, bro. You never know. You never, you will never know what you're capable of doing unless you put all your money on yourself. Yeah. Why not? And a number two thing is like, don't believe if you're going to be, if you're going to play at the next level, coaches will lie. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Coaches will say you're going to play this amount of games and you're going to be one of our best players and then hardly play you. That, like, that's facts. That's what happened to uh, my roommate. He was like, yeah, you're going to play every game, blah, blah, blah. Got there, didn't play one single game all year long. Like, so when you make your decision to go play somewhere, you have to be 100% sure that it's the best situation. Yeah. Like, do your research. Like, not only on the university, but also the history of baseball thousand percent i mean that's another thing like i like i agree what you just said but then again you never know what the atmosphere is and like what the you know what the culture is like up there what the what the coaches are actually like as people until you go there and experience it you're not going to get any of that you know i'm just like a regular visit you know everyone's going to be putting on for you all that shit what's even crazier is like even on the other side, coaches are going to recruit kids that they don't know what their personality is like. They could be super like nice people to start out. And then you find out a month into the season that they're just the meanest people on earth. Yeah. So, so, so you, so then you go to Stockton. So, yeah. So that was another hard decision to make. Like my dad was like, what the hell are you doing? We, you spent your whole high school career trying to get to this point, And now you're just like, you know, like, you know, normal dad shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, like, I respected what he was saying, but, you know, then again, like, it's my life, and I could choose what I want to do, and I was just not comfortable. I was not happy at the school that I was at, and I didn't want to put myself through that for four years. So, you know, I made the decision to transfer to Stockton. I went down a level. Um, I wanted to go – I wanted to go to another D2 school, but, you know, I mean, it's hard, dude. Once you're Once you're there – and once coaches recruit, dog, especially at that level, you know, they they're they got their eyes set on certain people. They don't really care about other people. And, you know, that's just how it is in the world, bro. You just got to. Yeah. Like one thing I respect my dad for doing as a college coach is to be 100% realistic with people. That's facts. Because when you're not, and this is for anyone, if you're not 100% with people, it's going to bite you right back in the ass every time. 100%. So, yeah, I winded up going there to Stockton. Um, I texted the – so the, the Stockton coach was actually a former coach, assistant coach at George Washington. You know that school? Yeah, you know? I played I played baseball there one time for some reason. Okay, word. Yeah, so I was, like, there at a showcase or whatever in the mm-hmm. summer, like, way before that, way before I even committed to Mercy. Um, you know, and I loved it there. They offered me a spot with, like, no money. So I was like, you know what? I'm not trying to, you know, spend $70,000 every year. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. So he winded up moving and being the head coach at Stockton. So I was like, yo, like my one of my best friends goes to Stockton. Um, and here we go again. I'm going to bet on myself because I emailed him. And I was like, yo, blah, blah, I'm a transfer, blah, blah, if you remember me. And he was like uh, – so there was actually a whole process. Like I couldn't text him until I got released from the team. 
because like it it um, NCAA violation. Yes, bro. So dude, there's so many violations in the NCAA. But anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> but there's um yeah. So I go to Stockton, bet on myself. I winded up making the team. COVID happens. Yeah, um, it's I'm like still a freshman on the field as a junior. That's kind of insane. It's insane, dog. So are you gonna like? Are you going to have, you know, two more years towards your bachelor's and then try and get your master's? Is that the so plan? I'm going to get my um, my MBA. Okay. And uh, so I'll play those extra two years. You know, I'll go to one class a semester, two classes a semester. I mean, that's – Eighth ball, dog, because I have an apartment up there, so. Oh, yeah, and I forget this is D3, correct? This is D3, yes. Yeah, I forget there's different rules between D2 and D3. Because mm-hmm. you, ha- you don't have to be a full-time student in D3, do you? No. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm about to say you have to in D two. Yeah. So so there's yes. Yeah, so that's another thing. Um, like everyone was like, "Oh, don't do that. You're going down. Why would you go down? Like you obviously know you could play above, you know, D three. But dude, like the level that you play at doesn't really, you know, matter to me. I mean, yeah, like if you're playing Division one at Oregon State, you're obviously a fucking stud. Like, there's no other way. Like, you wouldn't be playing D3. Dude, I don't know. Whatever division that you play at or wherever you get an opportunity to further your education and, you know, have a good time while doing it and meet, you know, people that you are going to be in your life forever, I mean, there there should be no question. You know, it's still a grind, dude. Like, I'm still up 5.30, 6 o'clock every morning, going to the gym, working out, going back, class, and practice right after. The same shit I was doing at the at the Division two level. I mean, the expectations are higher the higher, you know, you go. So Yeah, but I think, like, when I think about people making that decision of playing at the highest level they can, you're going to fall if you don't have a certain mindset to be able to keep going that way, you know? Right. Dude, anything can happen. You could tear your ACL. Then what? Yeah, it's like – You like the school? There's going to be stuff you can't control. Like, And another thing is if you're not having fun at where you're at, where you're playing at, get out. Yeah, Because you're going to regret being there. Mm -hmm. And that's why you made that decision. And I totally respect that. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, so – you know, it, it's been, you know, it's been, I've, like I said, bro, in the beginning of this, in this podcast, bro, I would have never imagined myself where I'm at today, you know, back in middle school. Back in middle school, I was like, I'm going to be a fucking professional baseball player by the time I'm 20. You know what I mean? We all had, we all had that dream. And now I'm yeah. done. Now I'm done. I'm retired. Exactly, bro. Like, you know, anything can happen, bro. So you got to find, you know, other ways to make you feel like you felt, you know, on that field. Yeah, um, but, like, a lot of good things started to happen to you as soon as you went to Stockton. You started getting healthy. You, then you start rooming with Evan. Yeah, I mean, the whole injury process, that that whole I, – so I did wind it up getting surgery on my shoulder. Yeah, you told um, me that. And they went in and were like, oh, it's a po- it's a partial tear. Six, six to seven months, you'll be good to go. They go in sur- – the day of surgery, they go in. And they're like, yeah, it's completely torn. Like, I was like, I was like, what? So I had a mindset going in, like, oh, it's not going to be that bad. And then now, it the recovery is a full year to a year and a half. So, dude, I've just been working my ass off, dog. I can't wait to get back out there. I'm just, I'm just grateful enough to be able to have another opportunity to play. If we do, this season might get canceled again. And there's still no word. 
Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty going in with um, college sports at the moment. But another good point that I just thought of was always try and get a second opinion on injury. Facts. Because the first one is just, for some reason, never right. Never. I swear to God. I swear to my God. Trainer, my trainer thought it was um, – he thought I had to stretch it. Like, it was tight. Like, right after it had – bro, I was on the ground. I was screaming, bro. I've never felt so much pain in my life. I, I kid you not, when I – my junior year of high school playing baseball, I swear, I went to go get my arm looked at. And they just said, you have it's chronic wrong. shoulder tendonitis. And I'm like, that can't be right. So I'm going into my senior year, and my arm feels the same way. My arm has not felt good. Like, my shoulder and my arm hasn't felt good in maybe three years now. This is your throwing arm you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, my throwing arm. Like, it's, it's shot still. And it was perfectly fine until I got into 11th grade. Yeah. Dude, just like that. Just like that. But, like, my story is a bit different. Mine was I get to South Aiken High yep. School. Don't know anyone. I did not feel welcome there. Really? I felt, I felt like I had, like, a target on my back almost. Really? Yeah. So, it's like, for me, it's like, okay, I need to try and prove myself. Mm-hmm. The coach, like the coach I uh, that was there, has been there for a while. Who's nice to start out. Come to find out, he's not a. I respect him now for the coaching he did do at the time, but he wasn't a very nice person at that time. Yeah. But now I would respect him, and like if I see him, I'll say, "Hey, how are you doing?" Because I I truly think he's a good dude, but I think people got in my ear saying he wasn't. You know what I mean? But he was really hard on me and other people. And for me, it was like, this was not, it wasn't fun. I was basically nothing but a pitcher by that time. So you weren't happy, bro. Same I wasn't happy at all. I was like, I get there, not a lot of friends. I didn't think a lot of people were looking out for me. I was kind of like, I felt like I was on an island almost. Yeah, on your own though. Yeah. And so I was nothing but a pitcher and my arm was dead. And like, we get to March and... And the March, and I, I had to be shut down completely. I was shut down for about three months until summer ball started back up. So, so what? So you basically got there to South Aiken, right? Yeah. And how did that? You know, how did the baseball work? You were just like, "Yo, coach, I played. You know, I've been playing baseball my whole life." Or did you reach out to him beforehand? Before you, uh, got we, him? me, me, and my dad reached out to him beforehand. We met him during orientation. Gotcha. And. um I felt like I never really got a fair shot 11th and in 12th grade and I'll get to 12th grade in a second but in 11th grade I did pitch but my arm was shot and I couldn't figure out what I was doing all the right things come to find out originally I was I was told that I have chronic shoulder tendonitis by by the main doctor in school main doctor in Aiken oh wow basically okay and I and for some reason, I didn't believe that. I did like kind of rehab stuff, but not really. And people were like, "Why aren't you playing? Like you're kind of a puss." I'm like, seriously, like I'm not trying to hear that. And like I felt very disrespected. Felt like I was, like I was just on an island. Like I didn't feel like, piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I felt, like, felt like unwanted. You yeah. Know? And I felt that way all throughout high school. My eleventh grade year was uneventful. Didn't really do much didn't really like anyone get to 12th grade kind of get kind of get comfortable but not really gotcha did you start meeting more people kind of yeah but 
there's there's more people that I let go than more people I got close with. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people I got wrong. So my 12th grade year of baseball, I new coach comes in. He kind of wanted me. In wow, school. brand new coach. Brand new coach. So four brand new coaches in four years. Wow. I get to I, – I get there. And, like, I hardly played my 11th grade year as on the varsity team. Okay. So yes, because you got shut down. And not only that, but I felt like – well, I only got shut down with like eight, six games to go, and I missed the playoffs. Damn. So, and like I didn't play the field at all. I just pitched. Yeah, you're. Yeah. I, I got like two at bats, and I got like Dude, two. That bats. sucks. Yeah, it was like I felt very. I felt like I didn't get a fair shot. Like because you were coming in as a hitter, dog. And like, I never thought I got a fair shot. Mm-hmm. So I get to my twelfth grade year, and I'm working. And, like, from summer ball to February, I am incensed with playing and, like, being good. Yeah. I get to – we get to – and I'm, I'll say this now. I think I really bad, like, anxiety while, while playing sports, like, really? going, going forward. Very bad. I get to – and, like, I'm teach, I'm, like, kind of helping the young guys, you know, who are going to be taking my spot you know, the following, like for mm-hmm. years to come, helping them, doing all the right things, trying to be a leader. Still didn't feel wanted, still feel like, okay, he's full of shit. Yeah. And uh, finally, so my, our first scrimmage, I like, I played all right. I made like two errors. Not really. I didn't make two errors. I didn't make a single error, but I just didn't make good throws. At yeah, 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 I was yeah. playing third. Next scrimmage, I didn't play a lot. And then like, there's this ball that's hit, so far up foul and I miss it because I couldn't see it because it was raining. <laughs> Seriously, I couldn't. And like, finally we you start playing regular season games and I don't start. Wow. I don't start as a senior, as a senior. Yeah. And I'm like, so I mess up one time and I don't get another shot. Yeah, bro. And I thought there was a lot of politics during that. That's, that's another thing, bro. Like, um, it, it all depends on the coach. That's what I'm saying. And this there are coaches that will let kids fuck up 150,000 times before they take them out. But then there's other coaches, and if they don't know you as a person, like if they don't know like what you've been through, what all, like you know, everything. And what disappointed me most when I was at South Dakin is not only did people not know me, but people didn't want to get to know me. Yeah. That's, yeah. How I, that's when I really felt like I was just like but almost betrayed almost. Like no one took me in with open arms, it felt like. Yeah, bro. And I don't really care if anyone disagrees with that because if that was the case, you would have said something out outside of high school. Yeah, exactly. And, bro, and that's how you feel. Bro. Who gives a fuck about somebody and, else telling you? So anyway, don't start. So finally, so I come in to pinch hit one game, get a hit. Next game, I'm starting the DH, get three hits. Yep. I'm starting – I start basically 15-plus games, finally. Last game of the, Last game of the year. Strike out three times. Didn't start a playoff game. Wow. I swear to God. Swear to God. You can't start a playoff game. They, and then they put in a kid ahead of me who got kicked off the team the next year. Oh, my God. So you were sitting in a playoff run as a senior. Yeah. Wow. That coach has balls, dog. And, he, and I think it's because he knew I wouldn't say anything to him. I didn't say anything because I, I didn't complain. I just kept doing what I was doing. Yeah, I mean. And I should have said something. I mean, I, 
yeah, I mean, you you could have said something, but really, like, what would have that have done? Probably nothing. Exactly. So you just can't, like, dude. There's just some things that are out of your control, bro. I, I mean, felt I felt very disrespected. And here's how I knew I was done playing baseball. When I there was one day in April, we're just having BP, and yeah. I didn't want I didn't want to be there. I hated it, and I was yeah. starting, and I was playing. Yeah. I had zero fun. Yeah. I was like. And, you know, I, I was able to – I had – at All-Star Baseball Academy, there were two guys who wanted me to play for their college teams. One that was, like, Eastern, I think. Yep. Yep. One, was, uh, one was Wesleyan in Delaware. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, like, even UCA can, like – Coach Kenny Thomas, I went to go talk to. He said I could walk on. Yeah. Didn't guarantee anything. So I had the option if I wanted to. I didn't th- feel like I really earned it. I remember we were talking about that. Yeah. I feel like I didn't really earn it. So for me, it was really, it would be really tough for me to kind of take it. Yeah. Um, and I just felt like my confidence was shot. Even if I was playing well, my, it felt like my confidence was shot. And I got to the point where I decided I'm just not going to play anymore. I'm done. I, and it was because I was so mentally drained from all of that that mentally I was not there and I'm like, I'm done. I couldn't do it. Baseball's if you're not here when you're playing baseball. What hurt me even more was I worked so hard for a certain amount of time and I, and I wasn't good enough. It was like, it was not a good feeling. So for me, I felt good that I worked hard for it, but I didn't feel good. I worked so hard that I didn't get a chance to really show it. And bro, like, I don't know, bro. Like if you, if you work that hard, like, for something, and somebody like that, you know, just takes it away from you, like it's nothing. Like he, that, I bet you that coach. That coach, like, that coach made me like that coach. Even the coach who was hard on me in eleventh grade, he did yeah. not ruin baseball for me. Yeah, I was going to twelfth grade. My twelfth grade coach ruined it. And that coach probably doesn't give a fuck. That team we had my senior year is the farthest that that team that South Haken has ever gone by the way. It's crazy, man. So for me, it was like, I'm done. Yeah. So I go to college and I get to my first year, my freshman year, I, I get to work in, you know, athletics. Mm-hmm. They let me, before I even knew I was going to UCA, and the athletic director basically told me, Hey, would you like to work here? And I was like, huh, let me think about it. And literally right when I made that decision not to play baseball was when I made that decision to go to USCA. Because that's, that's where I knew I was going to be. Because I wanted to be part of sports. I just didn't want to play. Exactly. And, bro, that's what I'm saying, bro. You find something that, that makes you feel, you know, back at home and, you know, something you love doing and being around. You can do that, bro. You're, you're winning, bro. Yeah, winning. that's why, like, I needed – I wanted to feel good about what I was doing, and I felt like that was, like, kind of the next step. Yep, good for so, you, bro. Yeah. So then obviously my sophomore year, I'm also working and I coach alongside my dad. Nice dog. That's probably all. Bro, you're always working, bro. I always see your Snapchat. You're in the arena and shit, bro. You're not, and you're not in some whack ass place either, bro. That's a nice ass school. Nice developed fucking beautiful ass school, bro. I looked it up. It's all right. You don't like it? It's just, it's small for me. You, You know me. I'm a city guy. I'm not a small town guy. I'm a big city, like, let's go out. Know. That basketball arena is, is tough. Oh, the basketball arena is, like, one of the best in Division Two. 
Yeah, it's, like legit. it's legit. One of the best in Division Two. That's a serious arena, though. It actually got voted in as being one of the nicest ones. It's good, bro. It's yeah. good. So, and basketball, like in the Peach Belt Conference, which is where USC Aiken is, it's huge. It's the toughest. It might be the toughest Division Two basketball league. Yep. So. Well, bro, everything happens for a reason, and we're here. Fucking, we're still here today. Yeah, right. Now it's just like, all right, let's see what else happens. Yep. Well, what's next, dog? I got to catch a game when I get a chance. Huh? I got to catch a game. Like, when you're playing, I got to catch a game whenever oh, I get Oh, bro, 100%. No, uh, bro, they like videos. They fucking broadcast that shit. Yeah. I'll send you a link and stuff when cool. that time comes. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so now let's transition into something new. Everyone has done something new for uh, this whole, you know, quarantine phase with this whole pandemic going on. So what's something new that you've been doing? Uh, I agree with you 100%. This whole quarantine thing's got everyone fucked up, doing different things, new things all the time. And I love it. Uh, You know, I feel like anyone is capable of anything, you know, as long as you put your mind to it. So I started this clothing line. Um, It's Alk Clothing, A-L-K-E. I kind of took it. You know, I talked to some family about it and whatever because I didn't really have a name for it. And I wanted to keep it, like, short and simple. Um, You know, I kind of, you know, kind of took it from Nike, you know, how they're short and simple. Um, I forget what the word Nike means, but it means something in Greek. So I kind of took that, and I don't know if you knew that or not, but not a lot of people. Yeah, so not a lot of people know that. So I kind of used that to my advantage and kind of did it, you know, to myself. So the word alk. It just, it's a, it's a Greek word that means um, courage and strength. So I don't know. I feel like that's what, you know, just what I'm about, you know, having the courage to do something and having the, you know, the strength and, you know, the right mindset to, you know, put it towards something greater for yourself. You know what I mean? It's a clothing brand. It's a streetwear um, brand. Um, I actually haven't really been grinding on it um, a lot recently because I've been just grinding in the gym, dog, like OD. But, um, you know, I'm going to get back to it. You know, I had um, – it was hard, you know, to start off. But, you know, once you get that foundation, once you start, you know, it just takes off from there. So that's the hardest part. You know, you just got to keep going, 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 you know, never give up. Have that courage and strength. Yeah, well, I think it's a, such a big deal for you doing that because it's a risk that you were willing to take. And, you know, like you said, like we've talked about, you bet on yourself to kind of grow something. Yeah, that's another thing, bro. Like, um, it's hard to do that, you know, the first time. Once you do it, though, once you prove to yourself that you're capable of doing anything, you know, the sky's the limit. You can do whatever you want, no hesitation, just do it. You know what I mean? No, I really like his stuff. His stuff's pretty cool. I got this one T-shirt that I put on my Instagram, so. Yeah, shout out to you, dog. That's yeah, man. clutch. Yeah, so. So what about you? What have you been doing? This, this is it. This is what you've been well, doing. This is, this is kind of the one thing. So like, I basically, I was going to start it around May. Yeah. And then I kind of took some time away from it because I honestly wanted to kind of maybe think of some other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, why would I think of other stuff if this is kind of something I really want to do? And I like to, you know, talk to people, listen to their stories, connect with people. Yeah obviously bring out some of my friends and we can talk about, you know, major stuff. I thought this was a cool idea for me to do. Um, I think it's a fantastic idea, bro. I think you should stick with it. 100%. Yeah. There's a, there's other stuff that I kind of want to get into. Like, you know how you'll have like that list of stuff that you want to try that's new. 
Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's like I want to learn how to play a guitar. Do it. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Uh, I've still kind of been waiting for like everything to start back up so I can start working at uh, USC Aiken. But uh, I haven't worked like at all anything else pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So once everything starts back up, um, I don't know about you, bro, but our fall sports just got canceled and moved to the spring. Yeah. Currently at this point, fall sports for the Peach Belt starts October uh, 2nd, I believe. Okay. So you guys are still on. Yeah. At the moment. Yes. I mean, I hope it stays on time. I have no idea. Yeah, bro. Who knows at this point? That's the Peach Belt Conference's call, and it might be the NCAA's call. No, is it canceled? No, it's moved to the spring. It's not completely canceled, correct? Oh, yeah. It's moved to the spring. So they start – wait, they start in, like, January, correct? Yeah. So, like, football? No football season until the spring. Uh, It's just the new normal. Really? It really is, bro. So now we're going to transition into talking about Major League Baseball. So now with the whole playoff uh, expansion, and I already did my original MOB predictions on my first episode, so now I kind of have to redo them for this episode. So, DJ, we're going to talk about our 16 teams who are going to make the playoffs. All right? Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, you go first, and then I'll kind of just rebound off what you go. What you All right. So we'll start off with the AL East. So yep. my two top teams that I have, I have the Yankees and the Rays. The Rays, huh? Yeah. Okay. I'll agree with that at the top, right? Yeah, the two top teams. I think the Yankees will get the one seed, obviously. Yeah, sure. Those are I, my boys right they'll there. They'll probably win like 40 games, to be honest with you. I hope so. Um, the Rays will win about 34 games, maybe. Okay. You will, Okay. Yeah, I don't think the Orioles will be that good. Red no. Sox are terrible at the moment. Terrible. Uh, Dude, it's baseball, bro. The The Orioles can beat the Yankees. I know. The Orioles have a winning record right now in August. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd never say that. In August. But, uh, so, yeah, those are my two top teams. Is that what you got? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so, for my top teams in the AL Central, I have the Twins and the White Sox. Okay. Uh, now, that, now, I'm going off of my predictions I did, like, earlier. I'm sticking with those. I don't want to change them now. So, I had the Twins and the White Sox before the season even started. Okay. So, yeah. I agree with you on the White Sox. I think they're an up-and-coming team, you know. Um, I think they're, they can really do some damage. Like, I've, seen, I've seen Luis Robert is going off right now. Yeah, and you got Tim Anderson, too, who's also a low-key stud. He's so underrated. Yeah. Um, dude, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to uh, – I'm going to go with the White Sox and the Indians. Okay. See, that's I, not I love, that crazy. I love my boy Lindor, dog. I love him. See, if I would have known that Shane Bieber and Zach Plezak would have been the two best pitchers in Major League Baseball for two starts so far, I probably <laughs> would have picked the Indians first. But, pitching's pretty good, too. But I'm putting Twins at the one spot just because they're going to probably have the best offense in baseball. That's facts. So, for the AL West. West, huh? Don't even say it. I have the A's at the one spot. Okay. Okay. And then I got the Astros at the two spot. Wow. You have the Strohs, dog. Yeah, I do. I have to. They have two. I understand that they cheated their way to a World Series, but they still have a hell of a roster. Yeah, their their lineup is insane. 
and they have they don't have the pitching that they did uh you know the last couple years I feel oh, like no, their bullpen is not very good yeah but I don't know their lineup does damage every year um the Angels also a team with one of the best lineups but they have no fucking pitching at all yeah so okay. I'm gonna have to go the A's underrated dog they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna the A's are currently my sleeper team to win yes. the World Series. Dude, they're underrated. I'm gonna have to go. I agree, hundred percent. A's and Astros. Mariners? What about the Mariners, though? You think they're gonna be good eventually? I think they're gonna be good eventually. I just don't think right now at this moment in time. They might be better than Texas, though. Yeah, I think so too. I'll agree with that. But um, Kyle Lewis was going off, and then he just opted out of the. Uh, yeah. Right? Didn't he opt out of a? Uh, Yep. So did uh, so did <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Last night. Let's talk about that just for a second, just because. Um, so Joanna Cespedes was like found missing. Like no one could find them. He packed his bags. He took all of his shit, and he was gone. Gone. And finally, uh, his like uh, I guess PR spokesman or somebody finally said he's opted out, and he like they told the Mets like as he's like at home. He, like, forgot to tell him. He was like, oh, yeah, and by the way, I opted out of the 2020 season. That's such a Mets thing to happen. <laughs> like, I know, dude. Huge Mets. I'm going to say this way too many times on this podcast. Thank God I'm not a Mets fan. That's facts. My dad's a Mets fan, and he's losing his fucking mind. Being a Mets fan is, like, grade A torture at this point. <laughs> It's a roller coaster. It's that ass roller coaster. Almost as bad as being a Phillies fan. Fucking crashes down. <laughs> so for my two wild card teams, I have the Indians and the Angels. Okay. Yeah. And now, like, I feel like those three teams in the AL Central and the AL West are are pretty spot on. I'm gonna have to go with the Angels too, but um, I'm gonna have. You didn't have the Twins on there. I said the Angels because, bro, they're always they're, – they're, they're good. Like, they're good. And it's only 60 games, so they're going to be, you know, a sleeper. They might have enough to get past the wild card, but I don't think they'll have enough to win a four-game series. So who do you think is the other wild card team? I'm going to go with the Twins, though. Okay. So, yeah, we basically have oh, – Angels, Twins. Yeah, so we basically have similar teams in the American League. Yep. So, for my top teams in the National League, I have the Braves <laughs> and I have the Phillies. No, you don't. Dog. Yes, I do. I absolutely do. Oh, my God. I don't care if they lost two of three to the Marlins. I only got one fucking team, though. I don't, care. I don't care if COVID has taken over and the Phillies haven't been able to play a game and now they're going to play uh, the Yankees in a four-game series and maybe get swept. I don't care. They're getting the second seed in the NL East. It's happening. <laughs> You think so? I Dude, so the thing with the Phillies, bro, they always start off so good, and then they fucking shit the bed. But, dude, if you start off good, you're going to make the playoffs. This but, year. We have, but we have Girardi as our manager, and I just don't think he'll allow that to happen. That's another thing, dog. Uh, I agree with that. And plus the veteran presence of Didi. Oh, I just want to point this out. Phil Gosselin, literally since the summer and, like, now, he's hitting, like, 900. Yeah. Dude, that's what I was saying, bro. Your lineup is awesome. Just got to put it together. Yeah. That's all. Well, our, our bullpen is maybe the worst bullpen in baseball. Then I'm 100% serious. I'm not even going to talk about it. 
about your bullpen. <laughs> our bullpen, like we have three of our top bullpen guys. Two are out for the year, and one is on the IL right now. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, – I don't think the Phillies are going to get that two spot, but you never know with them. So, I'm going to say – You're going to go with the Braves, Braves at the one spot. Bro, because the Marlins suck. The Mets suck. And the Nats, the Nats they suck. <laughs> they suck, dude. I can't believe – dude, and – I feel like in baseball, once you win a World Series, you're not going to be good for like three or four years. Unless, I've said that for a while. Like, do you remember? Like, do you remember how good the Red Sox were when they won the World Series, and the next year they were terrible? Yeah, dude, it just happens, dude. It just happens. So well, it doesn't. It doesn't happen to the Astros when you keep banging on trash cans. So. Fuck the Astros. God. Man. But yeah, I'm so I'm gonna have to go Phillies because I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll be a sleeper, a little sleeper. All right. And then for the uh, this this one might shock you for the NL uh, Central top teams. I have the Reds and the Cardinals. Wow! Yeah, not the Brewers. Not the Brewers. No, I don't have the Brewers because I don't think the Brewers have a. I don't think they have enough pitching, and b. They've lost key pieces like like Eric Thames and uh, and Lorenzo Cain just opted out as well. So that's facts, but. I fuck with the Brewers. I think they that they could, uh, you know, they came close. Though. They just fucking – who'd they lose to last year in the playoffs? Did they lose to they the also, uh, – They lost to the Nets. Did they? Yeah, right? Because cause the one guy in right field completely botched that. Oh, yeah, because that's because Yelich was – yup, yup. That's exactly what happened. Because Yelich got hurt. Because Yelich got hurt. And fucking, oh, my God, I remember that. And a ground ball went right through the, under the guy's glove in right yep. field. Game over. That's it. So, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Brewers and the Reds. All right. I'm surprised you don't have the Cardinals. Nah, no, no cards. All right. Okay, this one, I don't know if this will shock you. Uh, the NL West, I have the Dodgers. That's easy. But I have the Diamondbacks. Wow. So, dude, this division right here besides the Giants – are good. Yeah. Bro, the Padres are hot right now, dog. The Rockies are hot, too. I just feel like the Rockies will fall off because they got no pitching, too. I'm going to say the Dodgers and the Padres because the Dodgers are the best team in baseball every single every single regular season. And they, if the Dodgers do not win the World Series this year, I'll they're be They're not, bro. They shit the bed. Clay and Kershaw lets up five dingers in the, in, in the first five minutes. If they, if they score big in the trade deadline – do you think you get another stud pitcher if you're the Dodgers? They could. They got the prospects to do it. They got the money, too. Yeah. Like they could easily do it. Bro, they're still paying Cody Bellinger, like, not even a mil yet. I know. And he's a stud. That man is going to get paid. Like, the Dodgers are going to have Betts and Bellinger for eight-plus years together. Yep. Yep. Like they're, the Dodgers are never going to be bad. Yeah, dog. They're good. They're the same thing as the, the Yankees. The Yankees are, have, you know, the most money in Major League Baseball. Dodgers are, like, second. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Dodgers and the Padres. I say that because the Padres are hot right now, and it's hard to beat a team when they're hot. Yeah. So, for my two wild card teams, I have the Cubs and the Nationals. Wow. Okay. So, I'm going to go with the Diamondbacks and the, either the Cubs or the Nats, dog. I don't know. I can't really tell. If I had to choose between – uh, the two, I'd probably go with Nats because they got better pitching. Yeah, me too. So, imagine that wild card game. That'd be lit. That'd be lit. And if the Phillies don't make the playoffs, 
I I don't even know. We need to create some kind of bet if I if the Phillies don't make the playoffs. All right, I'm down. Um, all right, if if the Phillies if the Phillies do not make the playoffs, I need to get some kind of Yankees T-shirt or jersey, and say the Yankees are my new favorite team and put it on social media. <laughs> I hate the Yankees. Despise them. I will not fucking do that if the Phillies if the Phillies win. If the Phillies go to the playoffs. No, if the Phillies do go to the playoffs, you have to wear a Phillies jersey or shirt. All right, but I won't post it on social media. No, you have to. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I put it on my story then? Yeah, you can put it on your story. That's fine. Actually, how about this? I'm just Venmo you 20 bucks if the Phillies. No, we're not doing that. No, how about this? You post... <laughs> How about this? You put it on your social media, you post a picture, and it's only for 24 hours. Uh, uh, All right. Deal. I oh here's another friendly bet I made this with my dad. I bet him that the Orioles wouldn't win more than twenty games. They have five wins already. <laughs> I'm losing that bet. I'm gonna owe him at least a, a full steak dinner. That's so funny. Oh man. I don't know, dude. They could they could lose thirty straight. They could. And I hope they do. <laughs> I hope I hope the rest of them hit like Chris Davis. So now let's get on to our last segment of the day. It's, we are returning with the hot take of the day. So what is your hot take of the day, DJ? Hot take, baby. Uh, we got – we got. I'm not going to say rappers. I'm going to say artists because these guys are fucking more than rappers. They're, they're goats, all right? I'm going to give you my top three rappers right now. What's today's date? Like currently like that currently are actually – rapping right now, August 2nd, 2020. My top three rappers, it goes – like I said before, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, the God, the immortal God himself, <laughs> Drake, dog. Oh, get Drake. out of here. Get out of here. At the number one spot. And we got number two, we got the King of New York, A Boogie with the hoodie. <laughs> and then we got number three, baby, up and coming, one of the top rappers out right now, Lil Baby. Like is this you're like you better be telling me this is like just currently not No, this is currently right now. Okay. All right. Not my all time nothing. Okay. But I will tell you Drake will be on my all time list of dead or alive. Dead rappers and alive. He's on the list. Like you think he's gonna make your top five? On like of all time. Like you think he's gonna make your top five when it's all said and done? A hundred percent. No way. Wow. No way. Drake isn't even in my Drake isn't even in my top twenty. Wow, dude. That's some ballsy shit to say right there. <laughs> like he's not. Wow. He's not even around. Listen to more Drake, dog. I'm telling you. Bro, I've listened to enough Drake. So yeah, so A Boogie, I don't know. So I've always messed with A Boogie. Um, I went to New York, obviously, for a year for school. And dude, everyone up there, bro, is like so a boogie in New York is like Meek Mill in Philly is what you're telling exactly, me. Exactly, exactly. And people down here in Philly, they they know of like a boogie, but like they don't really. It's Dude, Meek Mill in New York, bro. They're like fucking yeah, bro. A boogie was supposed to come to my school this year, but oh, it got man. canceled because of COVID. That sucks. Yeah, dog. I was pissed, dog. Oh, like I was new level pissed. <laughs> 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 Screaming at my girl and shit. 
man. And then Lil Baby, bro, I don't know. I mean, I've listened to him, like, his hits. But, like, I really started listening to him, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. And, dude, he just he just spits bars, dog. Like, sometimes it's hard to understand him. Like, you definitely got to listen to the song a couple times. But, dude, he's he's hard, dog. I fuck with Lil Baby. The best A Boogie project was, like, his mixtape. Or the EP, I should say. Of what? Uh, what was it? The one, the one with, was it six songs or seven songs? The one that had Timeless in it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, I forget the name of that, but that was a good one. Yeah, that was his best, that's his best project. <clears throat> and Lil Baby, Lil Baby, I can agree with. Right, I can agree with Lil Baby. I think what he has done this past year is Big very shit. good. And I thought, uh, what was the one song about the social injustice, uh, a bigger picture? That was a great that, song. Though. That's when I, that's when I go, okay, yeah, he's easily top three, top five. Yeah, he's elite. Currently. That song was elite. All right. So what's your, what's your hot take over here, guy? Huh? The Philadelphia 76ers will win the championship this year. They will win the NBA finals. No, the fuck they're not. You think they're going to beat LeBron? Look, hear me no. out. Look, hear me out. First off, LeBron's not going to the NBA Finals. Oh, my God. Okay. Hear me out. Just hear me out. Okay? All right. Okay. All right. Okay. The Sixers now have a new system. All right? We got Ben Simmons playing the four now. He's not the point guard. All right? Spaces out the floor more. Shake Melton's going to make more threes. Richardson's going to make more threes. Tobias Harris will make more threes. Embiid will still kill it in the post. He was like 39 and like 17 the last game. Mm-hmm. I don't really care that TJ Warren scored 53 points in the last game. We're not counting that. Um, Yo, that was crazy in the bubble. The only reason why I'm a little skeptical about that is because Brett Brown, I think, will drop the ball in coaching. Mm. And I feel like with Ben Simmons and Embiid being healthy, it's going to help a lot. And we match up well with teams like the Bucks and the Celtics. I'm going to be a little bit weary if we play the Raptors because their bigs can kind of contain and beat a little bit. The only two Philly teams that I hate being like a New York fan and all that is no, – that I don't hate is the Phillies because, you know, what is there to hate about the Phillies, right? Stadium's awesome. People are great, whatever. Besides the fact that Bryce Harper's soft. All right, but we're Bryce not, Harper is not soft. not going to get into that. The Yankee, right? Yankees are mad because they did not sign him. Don't got to be salty. I don't, fucking, I don't want that guy. Bro, bro, he's – bro. The Sixers, bro. The Sixers, they need to win an NBA Finals because this city of Philadelphia is fucking going to make me go insane with <laughs> all this talk, all this talk. Oh, we're going to win this year. We're going to win this year. Joe Embiid's going to do this. He's going to do that. Ben Simmons is going to fucking do this, do that. I just need them to win the NBA. I just need them to execute. That's it. <laughs> but, dude, they are a good – I think that they have to, the potential to – dude, they, they could have played with any of these teams last year. Yeah. They got fucking – dude, that – I bet you're still mad about Kawhi. When I when I when Kawhi made that shot, I legit started bawling my eyes. I was legit. Bro, so did so did Philadelphia. All right? I was I was in actual like tears. <laughs> the, so is the whole city. Though. And then I decided to break everything in my room. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I would love to see them win this year. Now, if I can be really realistic, now that was my hot take. But if I'm being realistic, is because of Brett Brown's coaching. 
and we have a lot of people underperforming. I think we're going to get bounced out of the second round. Really? By who? Probably Toronto. Just just because I just don't think we have enough. I don't think we have enough of a bench, and I just don't think we have enough yeah. at, at, at the guard position. I agree with that. And Al Horford is absolutely atrocious. <laughs> Facts. What's it called? Um, but, dude, the Clippers are really good this year, too. I think the Clippers – the Clippers, I think I'm leaning towards winning the whole thing. Yeah, dude, they're good. After watching them, like, every, every time LeBron plays the Clippers, LeBron has been terrible. I know, dude. The Clippers are like his kryptonite. Four games in a row. And Anthony Davis is so good for the first three quarters, and then he gets to the fourth quarter. <laughs> Listen to this. He has only 10 points in – all four quarters in all four games against the Clippers. Wow. Wow. He just disappears. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like and, the, and the, think about this. The Clippers lost by two without Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. Patrick Beverly, Landry Shamit, and Zubak hardly played in scrimmages. Well, I don't think any of them played in scrimmages. Mm-hmm. And they hardly practice. So that's five players, two that aren't there, three that aren't 100%. And the Clippers still only lose by two against the Lakers. Yeah. I know. Yo, did you um yeah, it's fuck dude, that's crazy. Did you see that game today? Did you know did the Celtics win? Yes. They did. Bro, they were they were up by like twenty. And then the oh. then Portland comes back. Dame Dollar, baby. Dame Dollar. He needs to go to a different team. I don't oh, think he bro. will. He but... needs to go like now. Before he gets hurt or some shit, dog. If we trade Ben Simmons for Damian Lillard, do the Sixers win the championship? Yes. You need a leader like him, dog. I hope. I hope we can get someone like him. He's Uh, not – his his broke-ass shot. (laughs) (laughs) I might shoot better than him left-handed. Yeah, real shit. Well, that's all for today's episode. Thanks, man, for coming on here. Bro, thank you, bro, for having me, bro. You're the, you're the GOAT. Yeah, man. It's good talking to you again. So follow DJ on Instagram at DJ.Cesario. That's DJ.C-E-S-A-R-I-O. Go visit his clothing store at outclothing.com. Also follow the brand on Instagram at alk underscore clothing. Sir. Thank you guys for tuning into today's episode, and I hope to catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.